Greetings, I'm your host, Shanique Royal. Welcome to Talking with Shanique, where we discuss God's Word bringing biblical truth to you, sons and daughters. So, sit back, relax, and let's talk about it. sons and daughters to another episode of the ugly truth this is episode two and tonight's topic we'll be talking about comparison kills amen so we want to get to the root we want to get to we want to we want to discuss this we want we really want to get into this topic and i really want to share with you how the holy spirit really direct me on how um how this topic came about um, so I'm truly grateful to share with you tonight, but I'm not alone. I will be having my co-host, um, officially for this series all the way from Vancouver, Canada, my dear friend, my sister in Christ, Nicole, and she will be opening us in prayer before we go any further at this time. Go ahead, Nicole. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you, God. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to come together and pray and read your word and speak and share it with God. And as we do so, we ask that you will give us the utterance in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' we ask name. That God, you will help us, that we will be a blessing to someone. Yes, that we will Lord. Be an encouragement to someone, God. That you will use our voices and our words to speak into someone's life this day in the name of Jesus. Yes. That Lord, through our words, you will bring conviction to the hearts that need to be convinced. In the name of Jesus. And you will bring encouragement to the hearts that need to be encouraged, God. And you will bring peace to the hearts that need peace this day in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. We pray that, Lord, you will bless them that are listening. You will give them peace that surpasses all understanding. You will open up their ears and their eyes, O oh God, that they will hear and they will understand with clarity. Yes, and Lord. grasp all what you need them to do so in Jesus' name. We pray for a spirit of revelation this day, O oh God. Yes, Lord. And as we speak and even as we ourselves learn, O oh God, we pray that, God, you will reveal even greater things than that which you have revealed to us already in Jesus' in name. In the name of that Jesus. That you will open all of our eyes, O oh God, and that you will help us, O oh God, to get into the deep, O oh God. Yes. You, and we glorify your name, Father. This is all for your glory, God. So you and you alone take the glory, take the honor, take the praise, oh God. Father, do it however you want it to be done. In Jesus' name, Father, we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. Yes, Lord. Holy and acceptable to you, oh God. And we pray that, Lord, anything you want us to say, we are available, God. Anyhow yes, you want us to say it, God, we are available, God. And it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So tonight, um, the topic, the scripture that our topic will be taking from is Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 to 16. And that is the story about Cain and Abel. Amen. So, um, my dear sister, you can go ahead and read from verse 1 to 7, and then I will take over from there. All right. So, I'll be reading from the Amplified Version. It says, Now the man Adam knew his Eve, knew Eve as his wife, and she conceived and gave birth to Cain. And she said, I have obtained a man. 
baby boy, son, with the help of the Lord. And later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept the flocks of sheep and goats, but Cain cultivated the ground. And in the course of time, Cain brought the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. But Abel brought an offering of the finest firstborn of his flock and the fat portions. And the Lord has res had respect for Abel and for his offering. So Cain became extremely angry, and he looked annoyed and hostile. And the Lord said to Cain, why are you so angry? And why do you look annoyed? If you do well, believe in me and doing what is acceptable and pleasing to me, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, but ignore my instruction, sin crouches at your door. Its desire is for you to overpower you, but you must master it. Verse 8. Cain talked with Abel his brother about what God said. And when they were alone, walking in the field, Cain attacked Abel, his brother, and killed him. Mm, catch that right there. Verse 9. Then the Lord, the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? And he lied and said, I do not know. I, am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, What have you done? The voice of your brother Innocent blood is crying out to me from the ground for justice. And now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you, cultiv when you cultivate the ground, it shall no longer heal its strength. For you, you shall be a fictive of... Vag vagabond is that how you say that yeah vagabond on the earth exalt without a home or degraded cain said to the lord my punishment is greater than i can bear behold you have driven me out of this day from the face of the land and from your face presence I will be hidden. I will be a fictive and a harmless vagabond on earth. Whoever finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, a sevenfold vengeance shall be taken on him. And the Lord set a mark, sign on cable, so on Cain, Sorry, so that no one who found who found him will kill him. Final verse. So Cain went away from the manifested presence of the Lord and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Mm, 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 mm. Right there. Key verse, verse 8, where it says, Cain talked with his brother, Cain talked with Abel his brother about what the Lord had said. And when they were alone, working in the field, Cain attacked Abel, his brother, and killed him. And the final verse in verse 16, where it says, Cain went away from the manifested presence, presence of the Lord. 
and lived in a land of Nod, east of Eden. Comparison kills. And literally, you could see right here in this story, blatantly, blatantly, how Cain was jealous and he was comparing himself to his brother. I think this shit is supposed to be jealousy. <laughs> what you think? Mm. <laughs> right because comparison stems up jealousy as well you know what I mean and anger because he was angry Cain was angry so yeah we're going to stick with the, with the same topic comparison kills because comparison brings up comparison is a root yeah. yeah it is the root and it brings up other stuff and right there, blatantly, you saw how he was so angry with, I would say, he was with, he was angry with God. He was angry with his brother. And he was angry with himself, too. You know, because of what Abel has done and brought his offering, his firstborn, unto God. And he, he killed his brother because he was comparing himself, he was jealous, and he was angry. And then because of that, he came out of God's presence. So I just want to get into that right there. Just touch on that right there. And I ask the question, are you so focused on someone else's um, promise or, 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 or assignments or things that God is doing in their life? You are comparing yourself to them and you're focusing on them so much that your eyes is off of your eyes is not on what God is saying for you to do. But you're so focused on someone else's stuff and you're getting mad and you're getting angry and you're getting jealous and you're complaining. You're so focused on them until you start finding yourself coming out of the presence of God, coming getting off track, being distracted. Do you want to go so deep where you're getting who I don't ever want to leave the presence of God ever, ever. Let's check ourselves at the door because he was so caught up in his brother, killed him, killed him. But even though God's hand was still upon him because God said, no one is, no one will kill you. But at the same time, he, he he came out of the presence of the Lord. Nicole, what do you have to say? See, I think that even though God's hand was upon him, mm -hmm. he still had a great punishment that was awaiting him. Right. You know, he brought upon himself a curse because of the comparison and the envy that he allowed to get in his heart and take over. Right. And, you know... In the word comparison, if you remove the A, you find prison. Mm, come on now, look at you. Look at you dropping gems. <laughs> don't leave me, don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you find prison. And, you know, we all know that prison is a place that, you know, criminals are taken in. It's basically just depriving criminals of their freedom, right? Mm. And it's a way to make them pay a debt for the crimes that they've committed. Right. And in the same way, I think comparison is a prison. And mm. it robs you of your joy. It's a thief of your peace. It robs you even of your destiny. 
Right. You know? And as we can see right here in the Bible, it was not Cain's destiny to be what he ended up being cast to do. Mm-mm. Right? But because of comparison, and he allowed it to take root, to solidify so much so that now the root was in it. In, there was a root and the, and the fruit was envy, anger. Right. And he ended up killing his brother. Mm. And so I think for me, it's, it's very important that don't compare yourself. No. You know? And I think as I was doing my research as well, I was checking out the word comparison and, and the different ways that people can compare themselves. And one of the things that I came about was you can either compare yourself, either making yourself the measure of others or mm-hmm. making others measure of yourself, mm. right? So kind of like comparing yourself up or down. Right. And each one is wrong. Because when you make yourself the measure of others, which is what Cain was doing to his brother Abel, right? Right. Now you compare yourself to other people and say, oh, this and this, oh, Shanique is doing better than me and this, oh, this is happening, oh, why, why don't I have that kind of blessing? Why don't I drive that kind of car? Why don't I live in that kind of house? Why don't I do that, right? But just as you were saying earlier, you can't compare yourself to the beginning. You can't compare your beginning to someone else's middle, right? No, you can't compare your and chapter then, your chapter five with someone else's um, chapter 25. Because you don't exactly. know what they have gone through. You don't know what they have been through to get to their chapter five. You don't know the pain. You don't know their struggles. You don't know their frustration. You don't know the tears that they have cried, you know, or the hardship that they have endured to get to their chapter five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And then you can make, compare others to the measure of yourselves, mm. which is basically trying to dumb down others, kind of look down upon others. Mm. Oh, I'm better than them at this. I can speak better. I can act better. I can, you know, I'm, I, now I'm high, you know. And what that does actually is that it starts to breed in pride as well. Mm. Right? Yes. You start to exalt yourself. <laughs> what God, what does God says when you start exalting yourself? What does God say in the word? Because there's a word, there's a, there's a verse where it talks about, you know, being, exalting yourself above God. Do not, do not try to exalt yourself above God because God will, will shut you down quickly. Humble yourself. So where in the Bible, where in the Bible does it say, where in the Bible does it say about, you know, exalting yourself? There's a scripture. Read it first, please. It says from the NIV version, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Mm. Amen. So Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. And anytime... That pride comes in. We all know what the saying, how the saying goes. Pride comes before a... A great fall. Is that a fall? A great fall. A mm-hmm. great fall. 
Mm-hmm. And it's written in the Bible as well, 2 Corinthians 10, 12. Not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves. Mm-hmm. But when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. Right. And there's another version that says 2 Corinthians 10, 12. as well, sorry, it says, we do not have the audacity to put ourselves in the same class or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. Mm -hmm. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they lack wisdom and behave like fools. Wow. Listen, the Bible is saying so clearly. Fools. So clearly. Right. That if you're comparing yourself to, to those, as you measure yourself to another person, as you measure themselves by themselves, and you compare yourself to someone else, you lack wisdom. Behaving mm. like fools. And the, the, I think the goal here is, when you compare yourself, the thing here is, when you compare yourself, is you're doing so on a human scale. Mm-hmm. But when you let the Holy Spirit measure us, through God's word. Amen. He's measuring us on God's scale, looking at your heart. And when you measure ourselves on a human scale, we have to remember that we're looking at the outward. Right. You know, us as humans, we are so limited. So limited. And that's why the Bible says that even the wisdom of man is foolishness to God. Mm-hmm. The strength, the strength of man is not even compared to the weakness of God. Right. Right? Because when you start to compare yourself, you're looking at yourself from a from a 1D sphere. Repeat that. When you compare yourself with someone, you look at yourself from a 1D sphere. A 1D sphere. What is that? You know how they have one-dimensional spheres, two-dimensional mm-hmm. spheres, mm-hmm. and three-dimensional spheres, okay. right? But you are only looking at yourself through one specific you know, small, small corner, small sphere. Mm-hmm. But God's way is so much greater. So much greater and higher. So much larger. Mm-hmm. 3D. I think he's even higher than that. We don't even know. Mm-hmm. We don't know the depth. We don't know the depth. Listen. We don't know the depth how to even comprehend that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We haven't got it. We haven't we haven't far we when we think that we there, we're not even close. We are not even close. Yes. So examine yourself. Examine yourself thoroughly. Every day examine yourself. I was reading um because everything starts in the heart. Everything starts in the heart. And I was studying, I was reading a, um, I was reading a, a, a verse. Let me see if I can find it. I wrote it in my journal this morning about the heart. What it says about the heart. I'm trying to find it. Exactly where it says. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a verse where it says, what it said, the heart, the heart of, the heart, is it the heart of man will be this? No, that's not it. No. Mm-mm. It says, those things which proceed out of the mouth 
come forth from the heart and they defile the man. Yes, 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 yes. Matthew 15 verse 18. Yes. Those things, and that's the King James Version, those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. Can you read that from a Amplified Version? What, what, uh... So that was Matthew 15 verse 18. Okay, so Matthew 15, 18, Amplified Version. But whatever word comes out of the mouth comes from the heart. And this is what defiles and dishonors a man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murders, mm. adulteries, sexual immoralities, thefts, false testimonies, slanders. These are the things which defile and dishonor the man comparison to comparison as well comparison as well and even and 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 you can even look at look at the story right go back to the story when even when God came to him God came to him the Lord came to him and asked him what he has done he could have he could have confessed right there but he did it. He lied. He lied to God. You can't lie to God. He sees. You can only yet but pretend and for so long. So keeping arboring all those stuff in your heart for so long is going to defile you. It's going to defile you as a person. And I don't think you want to get there. Because God has so much in store for you. God has so much in store for you. For you to receive. Let's, let, let's focus on what God has for you. Don't worry about the next person. Repent. If you have... If you compare yourself towards somebody right now or you feel some and, and guess what can you feel please find the 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 listen to me i i know this scripture but i'm gonna I, I challenge myself to know exactly where they are in the bible i challenge myself i accept that challenge and i hope you accept it with me as well where it says um jealousy is worse than witchcraft There's a verse in the Bible where it talks about that. Where it says jealousy is worse than witchcraft. And I'm not trying to scare anybody or anything like that. But we just want to bring light to these things. So we all, because I'm not going to come for anybody. But I'm sharing. We are both sharing. So we all could be free. So we all could be redeemed. So we could all walk in the path that God has called us to walk in for such a time as this and not worry about the other person. Stop worrying about what the other person is doing. Being distracted and focusing on someone else. As we said previously in the previous episode, we, I, 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 um, we are one in the body of Christ. We are on the same assignment. It's to, it's to, it's to, to bring forth 
the um the gospel of Jesus Christ, but we all do it in different ways. That's the only thing. Our assignment is the same. It's to bring forth the gospel of Jesus Christ to the lost, to the lost souls. We all have that one thing in common. Let's not forget about that. It doesn't matter. You know what I what humbled me the other day when I saw a scripture popped on my phone. I think I told you about it, Nicole. Yes. I told you about that scripture that came on my phone and I really liked it. I really, really did. Let me see if I can find it. It, it. it came from Matthew. Matthew, Matthew. So let me find it so I can tell you exactly where it is it's, it's from. So it's taken Matthew 23, verse 11, where it says, The greatest among you will be your servant. And when I saw that, I said, Lord. So the people that you even... Other people, I wouldn't say you, but people who look down on the ones that are cleaning the floor or 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 doing the or 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 um cleaning the the bathroom. God honors that. God God honors them. That is working. The the greeters that are outside. No, the pastor is not better than the people that are outside who's greeting. The person who's doing um, uh, the, 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 the taking care of the food, who everybody's role is important in the kingdom of God. Because you don't know who has a word. You don't know who God placed a word um, within them to bring forth to someone who needs to hear it. It don't have to be the pastor. It could be that greeter that is out greeting everybody. And say, you know what? Whoever's coming by and the Lord says, speak to that person. Because they have been spending time in the presence of God. Because they have to spend time in the presence of God as well so God can speak to them. So there is no, no role in the kingdom of God that is better than the other one. We all play an important role. All of us, each and every one of us, the ushers, the greeters, the evangelists, the pastors, the music um, directors, the praise and worship leaders. Everybody has a role. And whose name do we all call upon? Jesus. Jesus Christ. That is who we call upon. So let's put aside all of that and let's focus on the bigger and the greater picture here. Who is our our father, our heavenly father? Let's focus on him. So we can be in tune in what he needs us to do for such a time as this. Let us stop tearing down each other. I heard, I heard my apostle said this. She said, when she shared this on, Inst, um, I'm sorry, not Instagram. She shared this on Facebook. And I said, and I, when I read it, I was like, this is so f- true. Like, this is facts. She said, people in the world, when they come together and say they're going to have a party, right? 
they come together. They don't. They don't say, "Oh, this party is small," or "This party, I'm not. I'm not attending this party because I don't want to support that person." No. Oh, we going to a party? Oh, let's get dressed up and they all go ahead and support each other and have a good time. They have a good old time in the world. But when it comes to the people of God, I'm not bashing anybody. I'm just stating, and this is so true, and I agree with her. Why, when it comes to the people of God, we want to say, oh, no, we can't. No, I don't want to go to that church. Oh, no, we're not. We can't support that. No, um, their congregation is way too big and we need to build ours. What? What? That is so wrong. We are supposed to be here for each other. Listen, we are supposed to be light of this world. The people see us before they know God. We are representing. We are representing Jesus Christ. This is not a race. Who can get there first? Aren't we? Aren't, aren't we all trying to go to heaven? Aren't we all trying to make it into heaven? So our heavenly Father could look at us and say, "Well done, good and humble servant." Why are we trying to tear down each other and compare each other? Because you feel like that one is that person is better than you. I'm gonna try and go above them. You think you're going above them, but God will shut you down quick. If you're coming against someone, if you're coming against someone that is actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. When you're coming against someone who's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Let us check ourselves. Let us get it together. We can't be doing that. We can't be doing that because we are one in the body of Christ. We are one people of God. We are one. We have the same assignment here. The world could go out and have fun together. Why can't we come together and fellowship? That's what we need to be doing. Set an example for them, not them setting an example for us. We can't say we're representing Christ, but we're saying, oh, their their people is more bigger or whatever. No, God has given her in too much or he, he has too much assignments going on. And what about me? Come on now. Nicole, what do you have to say to the people? You know, I completely agree with you, and it's so easy to compare yourself, especially in this day and age, mm. where there's Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Oh, to be on all three at the same time. Touch that. You know, this one has a, a, a Lambo. This one's driving this. This mm. one has a 10-bedroom mansion in Beverly Hills. Mm. This one has uh, 10 assignments at the same time. But what you don't realize is there's a process behind all of that. And some of their process right? is not even great. Like, you don't know what they don't put themselves on the line just to receive that. Listen, people will mostly show you the glorious. Mm the great things and right. it's in our nature to do that we want to show people when we're celebrating when we're happy but the first few people will come online and show you the nights that they spend crying mm. as Christians the nights that they don't sleep tarrying in the presence of God sometimes you know 
I read I read this post from this woman of God, and she said that if if people knew the responsibility that comes with the position that she is in, then they would think twice. <laughs> you know, because she stayed so well put, well together, everything's going right, well. Right. But she said most times, two, three, four, five a.m. She's in prayer. She's tarrying in the presence of God. And most times, it's not even for herself. She's praying for people. Right. She's praying for her church members. She's attending to church members, maybe emergencies or something, you know. But everybody, just because you compare yourself and then, and, and, and you see, oh, this lady is doing well for herself. Oh, I want to call like that. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do this. Now you go out of your way, either to make sure that you get what she gets, but what you don't realize is you're trying to skip the steps. Trying to Let go ahead again. If you try something that I've noticed is if you skip the steps, you could be successful at doing so, but at some point, you're going to have to relearn the lessons that you skipped. Mm-hmm. And it will not be a fun process. Nope. It will not be a fun process. And it's very important that don't compare yourself, don't compare your level 5 to someone's level 25. Right. Stay in your own lane. The Bible says this in 1 Thessalonians 4, 11 to 12. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, that you should mind your own business. Mind your business? Your Pause. That's in the Bible? Yes. I need to catch that. I need to really catch that. Mind your business. You know how to... Okay, not to cut you, sis. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. But... There is um Pastor Sarah Jakes on her podcast. Yeah. She has Mind Her Business Ministry on her cups. Yeah. <laughs> I find yeah. that so funny, but I never knew that was actually in the Bible. Yes, mm. I need I need that. Mind your business. But continue. Mind your business, you know. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Paul was saying, I stay in my own lane. And I think that was in Second Corinthians ten twelve. Right. You know, and Galatians as well. He said in Galatians 1 10, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Right. Am I trying to please man? Mm. He said, If I was still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Because your focus is on mankind and not God. Because your focus is on men. And listen, anytime you try to please man, the man will never be satisfied. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's just our nature you're never going to be satisfied if you're trying to please a man mm. yes? and that will bring about comparison because you're trying to please a man and sometimes men will place you above other men you know have you ever been in a situation where people are even comparing you against your sister against your brother against your, your, your friend or look so and so has this why don't you have even in school or oh, she got an A why didn't you get an A yep I wouldn't seek the approval of man, but the very man that you're seeking approval from is comparing you against some other person. That is true. And what did we read that? That comparing yourself to yourself, comparing someone against someone is foolishness. That's lack of wisdom. Mm -hmm. That's why it's very, very important that it's normal. You know, we all go through this. We all go through seasons where you just compare yourself or you feel like, you know what? Why is so-and-so doing better than me? Or how come I'm not doing that? But that's, the Bible says that we bring the thoughts 
that are not in alignment with Christ to captivity, to the obedience. Rebuke it. Rebuke it. Shun so the very appearance of evil. Rebuke it. Resist that. Mm-hmm. Resist that. Because if you don't resist it, you see what Cain and Abel did, right? Mm. What Cain did to Abel. And that seed grows and grows and grows and becomes envy. Mm-hmm. It becomes anger. It becomes jealousy. The Bible says envy rots the bones. That's in Proverbs 14.30. Quote them scriptures, sis. Quote them. It says envy rots the bones. Mm. You know, I read from the same woman of God. She was saying, the devil never comes to you as the devil. No. Never. He will come to you as something. Cute, pretty. <laughs> listen, and by the time you realize you're so deep into that which he was trying to steer you in, mm. that it's so hard for you to get up. And in this case, you compare yourself, right? Okay, it's just one or two comparisons. It's okay. Yeah. Next week, oh, I'm still comparing myself against you. Okay, fine. Third week, okay, whatever. Fourth week, by the time you realize it, you've opened doors to, to jealousy. Wow. You've opened doors to being envious. You've mm. opened doors to anger. You've even opened doors to hatred, you know. Wow. And remember the Bible talks about Leah and Rachel, you know, the, the two wives of Jacob. And mm-hmm. Leah was fat and Rachel was not, right? And Rachel was desperate to have children. Right. But Jacob loved Rachel more, right? And he, Jacob... Jacob loved Rachel more, so Leah craved the love and affection that her sister received. Right. And because of this, it made an idol. She made an idol out of being able to have children. Wow. And the other one made an idol out of being, out of the approval that she wanted, the love that she wanted for her husband. And as these two compared themselves so much, and they compared what the other had, oh, I want you what you have, and I want what you have. They began to resent each other more wow. and more and more and more and be bitter. Mm. So now look, now because of comparison, there's bitterness. Wow. Wow. There's all these things. Mm. And like we said in the first in the first episode, if you could just nip this thing in the bud, if you could realize it and, and I bind it. I don't want anything to do with it. It just makes your life so much easier. Mm-hmm. Because people of God, I truly believe that. Now, when you've given way to so many things, such as this, right. there's levels that you're not going to reach until you let go of those things. Right. And what we don't realize is sometimes we open doors that we intend to shut. But when we get to those levels... We don't realize how hard it is to shut them, how hard right. it is to let go, how hard it is to be delivered of that thing. Mm-hmm. So save yourself some trouble. Exactly. I wanna, I wanna go back real quick what you were saying about um, about um, the 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 pastor when she was sharing saying yes. that people don't know the amount of work that goes into what she does. Yes. You know. And some people think that they could do the work of a pastor or a minister that is up there. You know, listen, being up there in the front, it is no joke. It is hard work. And that's why God called the people that he calls to do it. Because certain people could do certain things. 
Yeah. God's calling for a reason. Listen. Yes. It's not easy being a pastor leading uh, uh, uh leading God's flock, God's people. It's no joke. It's serious business. Cause you have yourself, then you have other people, and then you have your you have yourself, you have your family. Your family is your ministry. Yes. And then you have the ministry, the people of God that is on you, that you have to attend to, and other stuff that's in between that. That's a lot. So if you really think that you could do it, hey. Go ahead and see. And then you have some people who, because they see one pastor go, doing their thing, doing what God is saying to them, they get, they get upset or they get jealous and say, I can do that and start their own church. What kind of nonsense is that? Mm. Come on now. Let's shut down the nonsense. Let's shut down the foolishness. And let's come together. Stop, let's yeah. stop digging these holes. Yeah. These holes. You're digging a hole and you're not going to be able to get yourself out of it. You, you're deeper. Because even when you were talking about um the sisters, Rachel and what's her other name? What's, the, what's Leah. Leah. All they were doing was digging holes for each for themselves. That's what they were doing. Because they kept, oh, she doing that? Oh, I need to do it. Oh, she doing that? I need to do it. Until they start worshiping, worshiping idols. They, as, 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 let's go back to it. Where it says in verse 16, when Cain went away from the, the presence of the Lord. So they were so caught up in each other that they came out of the presence of God. And then they start worshiping, worshiping idols. Come on, sis. Don't dig yourself that deep. Be careful. Be very careful. And God is giving you the opportunity to repent like how he did Cain. But Cain did not take that opportunity. He lied. Mm. He lied. Stop lying to yourself. Be honest with yeah. yourself. Be honest with God. Repent and turn from that. Let's support each other. Amen. Cause yeah. everybody has their season. Yeah. And when you when it's your when it's your season, you're gonna want everybody to be there for you and to support you as well. So if it's if it's someone else's season that God is is exalting them in that time, then you'll be there and support them. You say whatever you need, my brother. Whatever you need, my sister. Whatever you need. What is it that you need? Be of assistance to them. Because it's all the glory is going to God. And as I'm talking to you, as Repo talking to you, I'm speaking to myself. Because this is a daily thing. This is a daily thing. This is not just one time. I, I check my heart. I'm good. No, every single day we have to check our hearts. We have to check ourselves, check our mind, examine our mind, examine our heart with the word of God. Are you in a, are you in alignment with, with the word of God? Your lifestyle, the what you, what you think? What you see, what you hear, what 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 is in your heart? Are you checking those things daily? Because this is a daily thing. 
you're so focused on someone else's that you're not realizing that what God has given you is for somebody else so they could be released. So they could be set free. So they can be redeemed. Stop focusing on yourself and concentrate on God Almighty. And what he has for you to do. What is God telling you to do? Be faithful to that. Serve that well. So by serving it well, because God God gave it to you. So you're serving God. You're not serving men. You're serving God and what he has said to do. And be faithful to that. Be obedient to that. Walk in the obedience of the Lord. Because our salvation is not for us. It's for us to receive. But it's for us to share. We receive it so we can share it. Amen. Amen. Not for us to keep it to ourselves. Not for us just to say we're saved and hallelujah, Jesus, I'm good, and that's it. No. No. That's not the case. Amen. That's not the case. Do you have anything else you want to say, sis? Yeah, just wanted to add as well an example of Jesus. Mm. Jesus didn't start his ministry until he was 30. Look at that. Can you imagine the Son of God? Wow. The Son of God didn't start until he was 30. And I was talking to one of my friends and he said, you know, people say that Jesus was on earth for 30 years. He waited 30 years for just a three-year ministry. (laughs) But he said, he even thinks of it. He waited 33 years for a three-day ministry. A three-year ministry. No, so my friend was saying he waited 33. You could also look at it in the sense that he waited 33 years. You know, Jesus died and resurrected in three days. Right. Okay. The reason why he came. Right. 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 Died for our sins. Right. And he said, Jesus, for his purpose, his main purpose to be accomplished. Right. He had to wait 33 years Mm -hmm. for a three day ministry. Wow. Wow. And then we want things to just happen just like no. that. And you know what? As we speak to you, we're also speaking to ourselves. Yep, we are. We're we also are. learning it. We are. We are. We are. And I think one of the main things that we should be praying for is that God will give us the grace that we will wait patiently. Ooh. Amen. Timing. And while we wait, we will wait well. Yes. You know, we will wait focusing I on minding our yes. business, My. not focusing and comparing ourselves to other people. Amen. You know, not comparing ourselves to, to even where we want to get, but we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. That we will pray that God give us that, that grace, that in this season we're in, you know, the, God is said that if you're faithful to little, God will entrust you with much. Hey. Amen. Let us be faithful in this season that we're in. Yes. With the little or the much that God has given you. Amen. Be faithful with it. Steward it well. Because how can you be a good steward when your eyes are not even focused on what you're stewarding? You're not focused on your business. You're not focused on your business. How can you manage what you're not even watching? Exactly. You know? Mm-mm-mm. 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 Don't be unstable. Don't be because unstable as you compare yourself, 
Right. You're just bringing instability. Mm. And sometimes you compare yourself and then you want to follow that exact way of doing things. Mm-mm. So that you get there. But God didn't say do that. That works right. for them. Well, it work for you though. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Mm. It's very, very important that you mind your business. Mm-hmm. Stay in your lane. And I just want to read to you guys just one more verse in Isaiah 2.22. It says, Stop t- trusting in mere humans yeah. who have but a breath in their nostrils. Right. Why hold them in esteem? Mm-hmm. Why are you trusting human beings with your destiny so much so as to compare yourself to that mm-hmm. and measure yourself up to that standard? When the Bible says that I has not seen and ear has not heard what God has in store for them that love him. Hey. If you have seen, this is this is what I get from this verse. It's, I has not seen what God has in store. Okay? Mm-hmm. So what you're comparing yourself to, that's not even the limit. That's exactly. not even the, the, the height. Because if an eye has seen that dimension, that's not it. There's higher. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, first of all, that's, that's why the Bible says it's foolish. Because you're comparing yourself to such a low level of, you know, of greatness, mm-hmm. yet God says, I has not seen what I have in store for you. So if you're to compare yourself, compare yourself with what God has in store for you. Amen. Measure yourself up to the standards of God. Am yes. I living the way that God wants me to? Yes. When I get to that level that I want to get to, Will I walk in the fullness and, the, oh. and will I maximize what God has in store for me and who God wants me to be there? Amen. Or am I going to get up there? Listen, there's always going to be someone better. Always. There's always going to be someone more talented. Mm. There's always going to be something greater. So when, even when you get to that very top level, am I going to get there and start saying, oh my God, so this is what it was. Okay, now I kind of want to be like that other person. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Amen. So, people, we're just going to recap. We just want to encourage you with that today. Yes. What we have said. To 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 go to the Father. Yes. Fo- stop focusing on other people's stuff. Put your eyes yes. back on God. Focus on Him, the author and the finisher of your faith. Mind your business. Mind your, attend to your business, attend to your assignment that God has given you because God will finish the work that he started in you when you redirect your focus back on him so you can be in tune with him. Okay. Do not compare your chapter five to someone else's chapter 25. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Because if you don't humble yourself, God said, what, what, what the, the, the verse says, and, 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 and it says that someone who thinks that they're proud are fools, right? Yes. Come on now. You're not a fool. Or do you, are you really a fool? Examine yourself. Truly examine yourself. Are you, are you where God needs you to be? Are you being a good steward over the much that God has given you? 
Are you so focused and, and, and disturbed and, and, and distracted by someone else's um, assignments? That it's, it's, it's railing up in yourself where it's causing jealousy and anger and bitterness and pride. Thinking that you can do better than that person. Do you want to come out of the presence of God? I don't think so. Are you truly being honest with God here? So we want to encourage you today to sort the Lord. Go before him. Lay it out before him. Cast everything before him. He's giving us the opportunity to get ourselves in order. Come on. There is people that is waiting for you. There is people that are waiting for you to hear from you. There is a word that God wants to bring forth from you, but you are too busy focusing on the wrong things, being distracted by the wrong things. Let's put our eyes back on our Heavenly Father. Not even the, the, the blessing, but the blesser himself, Jesus Christ. So he can bring forth the assignments that he have, that he has put in the plans of your life before the foundation of the earth, before you was even conceived in your mother's womb. There is so much that God wants to bring forth from within you. Amen. But sometimes we are our own blockage. Sometimes we really are our own hindrance. So as we are speaking to you, we are speaking to ourselves. Anything that we're saying here, we're saying it to ourselves. We have all gone through our own comparison, our own season of being either being compared to or we are comparing ourselves to that person. It has happened to everybody, I believe. Yeah. I believe our dear sister shared it that she went through it too and I did I did I went through it too I did but guess what I went before the father I went before the father and I continue go before him because the flesh always want to exalt itself but you got to ask God to put that flesh under subjection Amen. Use the word of God. Apply the word of God. Even though I can expose my own flaws, I will say it's a flaw, but I don't think it is. But even though I might not know all, I don't know the exact scripture or where the book or the verse, but I know the word. I want the word to be written in my heart so I may not sin against God. Yeah. I need the word of God to be written all over. And sometimes I be crying to God like a big baby. Because I'm going before him. Expressing. Giving my all. Throwing it to God. God, take it. I don't want it. Because it's not of you. We have to display let me, let me leave this with you. We have to display the fruits of the Spirit. We must. 
People are watching. People are seeing. You think people don't see? They do. You people. You think people don't notice? They do. It's all. It's all in our character, in the way we speak. Because where the word of God says, the word of God says, what is which what these those things which proceed out of the mouth comes from your heart. Yes. So let 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 not the let not the things that come from your 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 from your mouth, where it says yes. Let it let let whatever comes from your heart to your mouth, because it starts in your heart and then it comes out to your mouth. Whatever whatever is in your heart, let it be of God. Let it be of love. Love, because God is love. Let's support each other. Let's uplift each other. The world is watching. The world is watching us. We are supposed to be setting an example to them, not them setting an example to us. It don't go like that. It does not go like that. So let's change up that narrative. For the glory of God, let's come together for we are one, one. Remember that we are one in the body of Christ. We are all saying the same thing when it comes to the kingdom of God, which is sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the message here. That is the message that we are all sharing, but in different formation, in a different way. God could be setting you up in a business and it don't have to be in the congregation. The, 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 the message of God don't have to be in the actual pulpit, coming from the actual pulpit. It could be being a, 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 a representative in the White House. <laughs> Working at a restaurant. The work of the Lord is not just coming from the pulpit here. God called all different kind of people to bring forth his word for who needs to hear it for such a time as this. So when we're bringing forth the word of God, it don't have to be from a physical pulpit. If that's what you think, and if that's what you think, I, I ask that you change your perspective on that because that's not true. We are the church, us, the, the body of Christ, us. We are the temple, not the building, not the physical building that we, we go inside. We, us, are the temple. So wherever we go, that's the church. When we go in the grocery tr- the store, that's the church. We are the church. So don't be good on Sunday and then during the week is a different story. Wherever we go, we are representing Jesus Christ. We all are. Me, Nicole, yourself. Let's not forget about that. Let's remember why we are in this. We are, we are fishers of men. We're evangelists. evangelists. We're ushers. We're servants. <laughs> We're servants of the Most High. We are all serving God. 
but we all have a different title and different role and your role and your title does not define you it does not define you and one is not higher than the next i'm reminding you right now i'm leaving this with you be encouraged come out of your comparison come out of it we cancel that Amen. in the name of jesus we bind that spirit up we rebuke it we, re we, we rebuke it and we send it back to the pit of hell where it came from so god glory can see can be seen upon you there is more that is in you there is greatness that is in you that needs to come forth but what that is blocking you that's your come on let's let's bind that up we block we we cancel every blockage right now in the name of jesus open up your mouth open up your mouth and do not allow anything to cripple to cripple and we were talking about the paralyzed man to cripple you to cripple your greatness and your purpose you serve a purpose sons and daughters and God wants to bring forth those plans and purposes that he has for your life. But you're allowing certain things to stop you, block you, and hinder you? Release it. Put it, put it before the throne of grace. Ask God to, to, to toss that. When you repent and turn, God says, humble yourself. Turn, humble yourself, pray. Seek his face and turn that turning from your wicked ways. So healing can come to you. Healing can come to the land. As our dear sister was sharing that God looked at the man and said, your sins are forgiven and then healed him. So we need to repent so our sins can be, can be forgiven so God can heal us. Amen? So glory be to God. And I pray, we pray, that that really blessed your soul. That you now will go before God and do what needs to be done. So the glory of the Lord can shine through you. So God can do great things in you and through you. So people's lives can be changed and transformed. Okay? So God bless you. God keep you. May his face shine upon you always. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's close out in prayer. Heavenly Father, we bless your name. We glorify your name. We honor your name, Adonai. We lift up your name, El Shaddai. For there is none like you, O God. Abba Father. Jesus, right now, for every person, for every listener at this time, who is listening to this, who have listened, my God, upon until the end, Lord Jesus, we pray every person who has tuned in, whether they started in the beginning, oh God, Lord Jesus, we pray for each person right now that is out there who's struggling, Adonai. 
We pray for healing and deliverance. We pray in Jesus' name that they will come before you at the throne of grace with a heart of repentance, my God, in the name of Jesus, so you can bring upon them healing and deliverance, setting them free from everything that is trying to keep them bound in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. We pray that your hands will be upon them in the name of Jesus. We cancel, oh God, every imprisonment, every entrapment of the enemy. As your daughter gave such a great analogy, removing and seeing that word prison right there, that letter and, and seeing prison in comparison. Any person who is feeling, in, in, feeling an entrapment and feeling imprisoned, Oh God, in whatever that they're in, my God, we command a release now, God. We pray, Adonai, that you will send your angels, your ministering angels, oh God, to minister to your people, oh God. For such a time as this, Adonai, God, I pray, Lord God, that us, your people, will stop comparing ourselves to one another, my God. And that there will be a coming together in your kingdom for your glory. In the name of Jesus, we come against the spirit of division. In Jesus' name, we bind up the spirit of division today. And we send you back to the pit of hell where you came from. In the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, we pray and we call forth the spirit of unity. The spirit of love. The spirit of fellowship, oh God. Our Father, in Jesus' name, have your way, Adonai. Yes, Lord. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way, Adonai. In the name of Jesus, we leave every heart in your hands. Lord God. We pray that we will begin to search our hearts daily, daily. Abba, we will search. We will ask you to search us as your word says in Psalms. Psalms 139 verse 18, I believe. 24. Where it says, search us, God. Search us. Search us, O God. Search us thoroughly, Adonai. Examine us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you would just search us, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Oh, that you would search us, oh God. We need a searching. We need you to search our souls and see if there be 23 Psalms 1, 20, Psalms 139, verse 23 to 24. Search me, God. Know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked ways in me and lead me in the way of the everlasting. That's taken from Psalms 139, verse 23 to 24. So, God, we ask that you will search us, oh God. We repent of every single thing, my God. Every sins that we have done, 
knowingly and unknowingly, O oh God, for your glory. Abba Father, humble us, Lord. Humble us. We pray for your spirit of humbleness in every areas of our life. My God, we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Until next time, sons and daughters. Until next time, wonderful people. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.